Welcome to Getting Behind the Desk, the 12-episode podcast series about the past, present, and future of broadcast journalism. Your host, John Dills, a senior mass communications major at Piedmont University, is going to explore topics relating to what broadcast has grown to be and what we can expect in the future. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Joe Dennis and fellow student at Piedmont University, Emma Marti. Today, we're going to be talking about podcasting and how that has affected the broadcast journalism industry. So this episode is not really going to follow the same dynamic as the other episodes of the podcast. It is really going to focus on broadcast journalism and podcasting and how those could intertwine in the future. So that being said, an easy opening to the episode. What is your favorite podcast? My favorite podcast is Dr. Death. What is that about? It tells a story, a true story, journalistic story of a doctor in Texas who was performing operations and killing people literally and he did not have the credentials or anything to do what he was doing. And Emma, what is your favorite podcast? My favorite podcast would have to be, um, it's called My Brother, My Brother and Me. It's an advice podcast, but it's comedy. So it's just really bad advice and they're just really good entertainers. So. That's really why I listen to it. I don't listen for the advice. <laughs> Bad advice is the only one, that, only type of advice that you're taking, exactly. it sounds like. So for me, I feel like this is like a no-brainer for both of you to like guess my favorite podcast, but it's Call Her Daddy. And I will say... <laughs> There's a surprise. Yeah, I know, right? But the fa- my favorite episode out of all of these has been, I cannot remember her name, but she had a guest on the show that her guest had went to prison and was falsely accused of a murder. Wow. And so so now she 
she was guilty for other things, but she was falsely accused of a murder. And so she got out of prison and now she just has like this, like everyone thinks that she is the murderer, but there's no evidence really saying that she was. And she says like with her whole heart that she's not. And by the end of the episode, she really has you believing that she's not. So, you know, if she did or not, you fully believe that she didn't. But so when do you both remember podcasting gaining popularity? For me, it was when I probably started working at Piedmont and having a hour long drive to and from work every day. That's I needed something to fill the time. <laughs> to, you can only listen to so much music. And I'm the type of person that spoken word really engages me, keeps me awake, makes me think. And so I really started listening to podcasts around 2015, I would say. So was that Dr. Death podcast something you listened to in the early hours of the morning? <laughs> or was that too deep? <laughs> that was a little too deep. Usually podcasts are my ride home um, <laughs> where I'm, you know, kind of unwinding and, you know, I can handle stuff like that. See, in the mornings, I don't want to listen to anything. I want like complete silence if it's really early and then like going like, somewhere in the afternoon down with a podcast. But for you. Um, I'd have to probably say a similar answer. Um, around my junior year of high school is probably when I remember like actively listening to podcasts and everything. And around that same time is when we moved. So I went to Greater Atlanta Christian School, which used to be 20 minutes from my old house, but we moved and then it was 40 minutes from our new house. So I was like always listening to podcasts on the way there, on the way back, just zooming through traffic and just listening to these three comedians. So what, wait, you said you were, you were listening to that podcast. Was that? Yeah. Okay. So, and then the first podcast series you both remember listening to what, like what podcast series was that? And what was that like? Because I feel like podcasting has grown to be really more storytelling. I, I, the one that I remember that really engaged me was Serial. It was the NPR podcast about the uh, the person, kind of like what you were fascinated by from the interview on the Call Her Daddy podcast, but about the guy who allegedly murdered his girlfriend but claims he's innocent. And it was a long series produced by NPR that really investigated um, the case. For me, I think it was... Probably the Jenna Julian podcast because um, they're two of my favorite content creators, even though Jenna doesn't do it anymore. But um, their podcast, it really felt like it was made for the visual aspect because while they were recording the audio, they were also um, recording on a camera so like you could see them talking and everything. And you could tell that like the dynamic that they were presenting was much more visual based, but it was still great to listen to. I feel like visual, like adding a visual aspect to a podcast is kind of something newer to podcasting because originally it was very like, the way I think of it is just very like audio based. Mm -hmm. And so seeing like a visual aspect to podcasting, I don't, I definitely support it. I don't know that it's hard for me to sit down and watch a podcast. Like I can listen to a podcast as I'm driving and be completely into it. But 
video just like adds like a different thing to it. So I'm like, do I, I have to think about, do I want to sit down and watch it? That's how I feel because right now I've been watching or I've been listening to um, this podcast called Up and Vanished where um, this one guy is kind of retelling a story of a missing person case that happened in Georgia in 2005 or 2006. And like, I'd love to listen to something like that, but seeing it, it would terrify me. So I feel like with podcasting, adding that visual element, it kind of makes it so like, I wouldn't want to watch it. I just want to listen to it. I'm a, I agree with both of you. I do not like that pod some podcasts you know are incorporating this visual element especially if it's something that is almost required for you to get the full enjoyment of the podcast i mean that's what separates audio story storytelling from you know visual storytelling um now i do think it's cool when they remake podcasts into mini series like the inventing anna series on netflix and we crashed i think i forget i think that's on hulu or apple tv one of them but those are really neat i remember this one podcast series it's called the mr ballin podcast i believe i could definitely be pronouncing that wrong i've only listened to it a few times but he is a youtuber who is really like converting his storytelling that is visual into a podcast series and it's different because you don't you wouldn't expect going from visual to just audio based but it's actually really good and actually keeps my attention but for me when i started listening to podcasts crime junkie was the first one i listened to and i know a lot of people are going to hate me for this but i could not get into it i just couldn't i wasn't interested i listened to it to try you know try podcasts i was like okay if there's something I will be interested in, it's about crime. Like I'll like find enjoyment in listening, like how these stories unravel. And I was very wrong. That is just the genre that is not for me for podcasting. And I got on the side of comedy for podcasting. That's kind of where it took off for me. But getting more into into today's topic, we've seen interest in podcasts grow exponentially over the last few years. Whenever the thought that radio was dying came along, did either of you expect something like podcasts to take hold like they have? No, I'm very <laughs> surprised. And I grew up, yeah, I'm a child of the late 80s, 90s, and I grew up loving radio. And that's what I wanted to be ever since like seventh grade was I was going to be a radio disc jockey. And I went to college for that. And I was a radio disc jockey for a while. And then when iTunes came out or the iPod came out, it slowly started to replace um, radio. People started listening to, you know, it was so easy to transport music. And what was really cool when podcasting came about and where it is now is it not only I think has it, you know, added to radio, but it's brought back this whole idea of audio storytelling that wasn't happening on radio or rarely happening on radio. Radio pretty much became music and political talk or sports talk. But the advent of podcasting brought back this kind of storytelling element. So did you, ex you say you didn't expect it. Did you expect anything similar to come just audio based or was it like, 
okay, maybe now is not the time for audio-based. Yeah, I I just thought people were happy with listening to their own playlists. You know, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Apple Music, things like that, John. <laughs> um, but but when podcasts, you know, kind of gained in popularity and they made itself different than radio. I did not see that coming. I was really pleasantly surprised that this new medium developed. I remember when like the Apple podcast app automatically downloaded to my phone and I was like, what is a podcast? I immediately associated it with radio and I was like, okay, it's radio, but not live. It's really mm -hmm. what I thought it was. And so I was like, really at the time, like I, I wasn't really looking for audio entertainment. So I didn't really pick up on it. I was like, okay, this is just something that Apple is trying just to see where it goes. But I feel like there's always going to be some sort of demand for audio period, whether that be like storytelling, podcasting, news reporting, podcasting, sports talk, podcasting. And that goes back to like, when you're in the car, you can't watch something and you don't want to just be sitting in silence unless you do, which is obviously fine, but <laughs> um, I mean, that's a don't little weird, but whatever. But like, if you don't want to listen to your music and you don't want to listen to like live radio, like maybe you just don't vibe with like the host or something like that. You can have that on-demand experience when it comes to podcasting, which I think kind of sets it apart from radio because you get what you want as opposed to just changing the radio station and just having to listen what's actually on. I think like the availability of podcasting is what really set it apart from radio for me personally, because I could pick what I wanted to listen to. And, you know, it's the same thing with music. A lot of people have transitioned from listening to the radio in their car to listening to Spotify or Apple Music or even SoundCloud. And it's just a different, like, idea because you're the one in control. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that radio is dying it just means it's a different platform. At it's evolving. Yeah. And it's taking its more niche audience. They, like podcasting is picking its audience of people who want to change what they're listening to on demand. And then radio is for someone who is just going to listen along to something more casual, I would say, and doesn't want to have to worry about controlling it. So I think they have their more niche audiences. But we've seen podcasting grow so much over the last few years, even to the point where big companies like NPR have joined in. Do you think that podcasting is going to continue growing like it has, or and are we going to see other news groups join in on that? They already have, I think. You know, CNN has their own series of podcasts, uh, as does Fox News or Fox Nation. I think it goes under the banner. And... For example, a podcast that I religiously listen to that I don't think uh, I may be the only person in Georgia listening to this, but it's uh, it's brought out by uh, published by Audacity Radio, which is one of the larger owners of radio stations in the country. And 
they it's a podcast about Chicago sports. <laughs> and so but here I am, you know, a guy in Georgia and I, of course, can't access any of the sports radio stations in Chicago, but I'm a religious listener to that podcast. And I even I'm Georgia Joe whenever I tweet at them and they mention my name on the podcast. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> do they wait, do they actually mention your name on the podcast? Oh yeah. yeah. That's very silly. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they they really said we have a super fan in Georgia, <laughs> but I I feel like podcasts can also like there's interactivity that's new, and for podcasts we I don't I can't say I expected interactivity, and for you to say like they're reaching obviously their target market being from Chicago, even though you're in Georgia they're reaching that target market and they're encouraging interactivity. And I think that's something that is needed in podcasting too. So same question for you, Emma. Did you really think that, or did you think that, do you think that podcasting is going to continue growing and do you see other news groups joining in? I definitely think that podcasts are going to continue growing because like you were talking about, like there is that interactivity. Like even if you're not listening to it live, it still feels like someone's in the room with you. Someone's talking to you and you're having a conversation because like, even though it's not one live and two, you're not actually talking to the person, you feel connected because they're there for you, essentially. I think one podcast series that's done interactivity different is, and I, I cannot remember the name of it, but <laughs> like everything else at this point, but um, it has guests call in to a number and leave a message. And then when they leave that message, the host of the podcast does an episode on their question. Mm -hmm. And if you think of the name of it, please tell me, but she does like a, I think it's like a 30 second to a minute response. And it's really just like an advice column kind of, but it's not, it's not based in gossip. <laughs> it's based in like solid advice and I think that's where that podcast has really grown because you see the interactivity in a different way because she's giving solid advice. It's not live. It's something that they can listen back to in the future if they need it. But it's also for other people in the audience because they may be going through something similar. Mm -hmm. So I think really like something like that is going to be important in the future of podcasts because... What people want is interactivity. They want to feel personal. That's why social media has taken off too. So I I just think it's very important. I agree. And then like you said with the like different news outlets, news organizations joining podcasting and everything. I forgot. <laughs> well, what going to the interactivity point you are making, well, there's a podcast that I listen to and subscribe to Stand Up with Pete Dominic. And Pete Dominic is a comedian, but he also talks about political issues and interviews, has a very long form interview on his show, usually a 60 minute interview every day. And what I find fascinating about Pete Dominic is it's free to listen and subscribe. But if you want to support him, you can on Patreon and you go to Patreon and, and you subscribe to the show. And after you subscribe, like he sends, you know, weekly messages to his subscribers every thursday night he does a zoom chat with 
anyone who is a Patreon subscriber. And he has 785 subscribers. That doesn't may not sound like a lot, but it's $5 a month is the minimum. There's like different tiers, 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, but if you subscribe for $5 a month, he has 785 people subscribing. Let's say they're all doing the minimum. That's $3,900 every month he's getting um, just off of his Patreon. Um, and I'm sure it's more because I know there are some people subscribing more because whenever he gets a new subscriber, he'll be like, John from Georgia, a new $10 Patreon. Thank you, John. And, you know, he goes on from there. And then he also asks his audience, what, who do you want me to talk to? Like anyone, like you could name, you know, I've asked him to interview Kesha many times, but he has not followed through on that. But it really, he, and he promotes it as this is our show. You know, we're a, we're a stand-up community. This is our show. It's not just my show. It's your show. And so it's really neat. I think that interactivity, like with an audience really sets podcasts like podcasts like that apart from podcasts that don't do it and like even my favorite podcast there is interactivity you just have to be lucky like honestly it's one of it's i think it's currently like spotify's second or third biggest podcast but she doesn't the host of it um alex cooper she doesn't really go out and like ask fans to be on the show she goes to bars goes to places that she wants to be and then people run into her recognize her and talk to her and then she ends up recording just a little snippet with them and like talking about whatever may be happening in that moment so I don't know, but I did want to ask, did you, are you a Patreon supporter? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am a Patreon supporter. And, and it, and it's not that I'm fanboying here. <laughs> a Maybe big, a little bit. <laughs> a big part of it is I believe that I believe in content creators and supporting content creators. And I'm at a position in my life where, you know, I don't pirate anything because I know from experience that it takes money, it takes effort to do your work. And like my biggest pet peeve is when someone's like, oh, can you, you know, take my photos for free or can you write this for free? It's like, this is what I do. You know, I, I don't ask you, can you fix my car for free? You know, or can you do my, give me a new roof for free? <laughs> I mean, I will definitely write something for free for someone if they want to, you know, give me new tires for my car for free. <laughs> barter. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I will definitely barter back and forth for like free stuff that mm -hmm. that sounds nice but anyhow i want to thank you both for joining me today i want to thank dr joe dennis and miss emma marty for joining me today on this episode of getting behind the desk thank you for listening to getting behind the desk with john dills look for a new episode each week highlighting different perspectives of broadcast journalism from the past present or future 